Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Look out. It's only films to be buried with The Resurrection. Hello and welcome to Films to be Buried with The Resurrection. My name is Brett Goldstein. I'm a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a referee, and I love film. As Edgar Allan Poe once said, there is no beauty without some strangeness. Look at Mulholland Drive. It's fucking weird and it's scary, but it's also really, really fit. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Edgar. Nice one. Thanks. Every week, I invite a special guest over. I tell them they've died. Then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. But not this week! This week, I use my shamanic powers to bring back a former guest from the dead and ask them 12 new questions. And this week, it is the brilliant actor, Emmy nominee, and he's also my screensaver. It's Mr. Tahib Jamo. Head over to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein where you get 20 minutes of extra chat with Tahib. You get a secret. You get all sorts of stuff. You get the whole episode uncut. You also get it as a video. Check it out over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein. So, Tahib Jimo, God, I love him. He plays Sam Abisanya in Ted Lasso. He's a phenomenal actor. I've said this before, but he's the George Clooney in RER. We recorded this just before he was nominated for an Emmy and I've never been more happy or more proud of anyone in my life ever. It was so lovely to do this over Zoom. Now his smoke alarm is fixed. I've got nothing but love for this man. He's a brilliant actor and a wonderful man and I think you will very much enjoy it. So that is it for now. I very much hope you enjoy episode 211 of Films to be Buried with The Resurrection! And welcome to Films to be Buried with The Resurrection. It is I, Brett Goldstein, and I am joined today by a man, a boy, a handsome fellow, a model, <laughs> a glamour model, an actor, a writer, a producer, a lover, a fighter, but only with his heart, a beautiful, strong, loving heart. <laughs> And, this is so and, much of that is wrong. <laughs> and, the, and the kindness that bears, that, that people cannot handle, all wrapped up in an underlying bow of ruthlessness that will kill you if you cross him. Please welcome to the show, my <laughs> angel, my love, and the owner of my heart. Here he is. He's back from the dead. It's only Mr. Steve Jamo! Yay! I'm alive! I made it. Um, so much of that is factually incorrect. Why are you lying to the people, Brett? 
I tell it, I tell it like it is. You know, you know me. I'm famous for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you are. Tahib, welcome back. What an yo, yo, yo. absolute delight to have you back on the show. I know I speak for all the listeners when they say, this is the one I'm signing up to the Patreon for because I want to see that boy. Because <laughs> let's face it, yes, you're a talent. Yes, you're a personality. Yes, you've got all the skills in the world. But also, you're fucking fit. And that's what they want to see. says you. Says Come the prettiest off. boy on Come TV. Off. Now, for those right. of you who don't uh, obsessively follow Tahib, you might not know that my screensaver is Tahib and uh, will be until probably the day I die. I'd imagine. It's actually, I actually wonder when, you know, and it's the same for me, for those who don't know. Your screen is blurry, so people can't see it. My screen is blurry. Oh my God, that's really... <laughs> I really pixelated face. But genuinely, I, I made you my screensaver. I can't remember the, the day that it happened, but ever since, whenever I look at my phone, it genuinely makes me smile. And I think, you know, <laughs> people go, oh, looking at your phone is bad for you. I'm like, no, it's like a little dopamine hit. I look down, there's you, and I go, ah, oh, everything's all oh, right. Yeah. That's sweet. I mean, it's going to be weird when we, like, get married and stuff, and our spouses are like, can you can you change it to me now? And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I suppose it would be if we don't if we didn't marry each other, but, uh, you know. Oh, oh, the, yeah. Uh, let's see. We, we st- the, the, the life is still long, and you know what I mean? So, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. One day at a time. What? Uh, <laughs> We're currently filming season three of Ted Lasso. When we f- didn't we first do this the day season one we, came out? We did this on the yeah the day of season one wow. it was Ted Lasso day. Which see, right. like, I listened to the original version when I died the first time, and it it was so sweet, bro. Like it felt like such a long time ago. I was so it was just yeah, yeah it was really nice. Like we had no idea what was coming. Like that was yeah. the first three episodes had just dropped, and um, yeah, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Crazy. Yeah, fuck. Can you uh, say in under a minute how your life has changed since then? Oh, man. How's my life Using changed? Using only um, verbs. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, running. <laughs> acting. <laughs> jumping. Screaming. Um, crying. Screaming. Hiding. <laughs> um, murdering, murdering people. No. Um, mm-hmm. How's my life changed? I think, I don't know. I just feel, I feel a bit, I feel a bit maturer. I have a bit more money now, actually, which is, which is actually really good. I've been working a bit more like I'm doing. Yeah, we've done two more Ted Lasso's. Had you done the power? Had you started See, the power? This is, this is, this is what's funny is when we did the last okay. podcast, like we filmed a bit of the power and then uh, COVID stopped us and it still hasn't released. Like it will release next year. Oh, wow. And by that point, I think I'll be getting re-resurrected. On your, <laughs> I'll be getting murdered again on your podcast. Yeah. But yeah, so the power still isn't finished, which is really funny wow. because like I got that job before before I got Ted Lasso and we've done three seasons of Ted Lasso. Oh my God, and, uh, wow. And the power. But but like I have, they've shown me a, a soft look and a soft cut of the first three episodes and I think How it's incredible. It? I think it's amazing. Uh, it's going to be so, so, like, you know when you watch something and you, and I'm, I'm doubling, tripling down on it. Like it's, it's yeah. going to be um, really cool, really important. Yeah, man, especially like given where we're at right now with um, like mm. America just going to war on women and <laughs> bodies. I, um, I think it's going to be like a really um, significant and impactful show. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't wait to finish it, release it and see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Are you able to watch yourself? Are you happy watching yourself on screen or do you find it weird and awkward? I think I'm used to it now, you know. Like, I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, I'm just, I'm used to it. Do you do what you think you were doing? Sometimes, sometimes definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's not what was happening in my mind. But um, yeah. for the most part, for the most part, it is, yeah, it is what I think I'm doing. <laughs> and I think it's weird. I don't know how you feel about it, but 
Um, I think it's also because like, do you, I, like you, I don't, you probably don't even audition anymore, Mr. Flippin Emmy winner. Um, oh, but like when you have to do, when, when you have to do self tapes, like you just yeah. have to watch yourself back in order to do audition. And for people who don't know self tapes are like when you record yourself doing a scene and you send it off to, uh, like the, the people that choose who acts in their shows. And, um, and so that's, that's that, but like you have to watch yourself a lot. And so when I graduated from drama school, I, I just had to do loads of those. So I think I got used to doing it pretty quickly. But then when you, when we started doing Telasso, like when you're filming for so long, you have to learn how to not watch yourself in order to, yeah. do you know what I mean? In order to yeah. like, know what's going on or know what your, your face and hands and body are doing. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think I'm used to it now. I kind of like it. It's cool. I, well, listen, I, I, I like, I like watching you. Do you like watching yourself back? How do you feel about it? I mean, it took me a while when when we made Super Bob. Like yeah. I, fa- I, I hated, I hated it so much. The first time I had to watch myself back, I was like, "Oh my god, let's just cancel the whole film. This is a disaster." <laughs> and then I did find, truthfully, I found that I sort of had to do it, watch it three times to get the sort of shame and hatred out, and yeah. then I could watch it a bit more objectively so that we could edit it and go, "Okay, yeah. so let's just imagine this isn't me and it's someone else." And uh, but I am o- often surprised by, oh. That's not what I thought my face was doing. <laughs> you know, in a good way. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just like <laughs> you think you you think I'm probably doing that, and then you see it and you go, "Well, oh, I definitely wasn't doing that." <laughs> I think I had the same thing when I watched Anthony. They sent it to me early before it fully came out, and mm. I had to watch it like four times, like you said, in order to just like get all of the. Do you know what I mean? Just get everything yeah. else out of my head. And by the time I watched it the night it aired with my mum, I could just see the film and not see myself, which is, I think, I think it's a skill. Like you have to yeah. you know, build it up and do it. I think famously like Hannah doesn't, Hannah doesn't watch herself. Right. I think you have to, if you, particularly if you're going to direct and produce and do your own stuff, you have to, you, ha- you yeah. just have to sort of, you have to be a big boy and go, all right, fuck it, let's do this because <laughs> you sort of have to, you still have to be able to tell the story and stuff, but it is weird. And it, and yeah. you, you don't want to get self-conscious. So it's probably best not to look until you've finished until you've ruined the whole yeah. thing and then you can look ruined the whole thing <laughs> yeah Hannah's, yeah I don't think Hannah Hannah does watch nah, that's mad um, she should I, mean, I think very she good. must she has seen she must have seen bits of it but I remember her saying that she didn't she didn't watch it which I found really um, peculiar because she's she's brilliant yeah she's yeah. missing she's really missing out on some good stuff <laughs> she's yeah <say. laughs> can you imagine her just like watching the episode and like watching everybody else and then she comes out she's like no 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 that's, <laughs> that, that's funny she's just like throwing shit at the TV Tahib Jamal you are you were dead but i have brought you back to life because i well like you but what point in your life would you like to come back to what would you change what would you keep the same any regrets so are you are you brett or are you like yeah. a weird like ogre time lord type of immortal i don't know being? what i don't know what you mean i'm just no. i'm just brett I'm just, oh okay i'm the same guy i've always been what oh, is your answer? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, I don't know. I think in the past, in the other podcast, I died when I was like a hundred and hundred and three, hundred and two, something like yeah. that. And so, um, I think I'm gonna bring myself back. I, yeah, I'll be twenty five. Okay, I'm coming back to to this age. Currently, so right now, right you're now. not changing. You're not changing anything from the past. You're leaving. I can change things. Life. Yeah, if you can go back, you can come back at twenty. You can come back at fifteen if you want. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'd come back at. Do I, I? I keep my memories from now, or I just uh, go yeah, back? yeah. You do, yeah. I keep. Okay, cool. I'm. 
well, we don't want to go too young because that's just like it's boring. I think I'd go back to secondary school. I think I'd be, really? I'd be like 15, maybe. I feel like that's the point where I'm like, I can still, I can make important changes. What would you change if you don't? I don't, I don't know. I think I would have spent less time doing things I wasn't interested in. Like I spent so much time doing the things I thought I should have been doing. And I was just worried about everything all the time. So I think, yeah. you know, I'd have gone back and just been a bit more selfish and said, I'm doing the things that I like and things that I don't like. I'm just, oh, yeah, I ain't, ain't going to do it. What? So, so, so secondary school, you would have still gone to classes you're going back, you're going to class, you're doing all these classes No, again. I think, I think I might, just I might, because think about it, like, I don't, I still want to go to drama school, but I don't need any, like, A-levels or any qualifications to get into drama school. So, to right. be honest, I could just fuck around and do absolutely, yeah, whatever. I, but I think I probably would have gone into classes. I would have been a bit nicer to my teachers. I probably would have, you know, beat some more people up. Oh, yeah, that's a lovely yeah. lesson to have learned. I think I'm back. going, I'm going back, <laughs> I'm going back to beat up 15-year-old kids. <laughs> to, to enact vengeance. That's a lovely, yeah. that's a real, that's a real Ted Lasso story. <laughs> uh, he, he's going oh, back in time to physically injure some children. Why is, he, <laughs> why is he attacking those 14 year old boys? <laughs> you don't know what they did that's to That's a 25 year old man just beating up teenagers. Yeah. Would you still go, would you go to drama school again? You mad. Actually, actually, well, I guess if I, if I know what I know now, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to, because I'd have already done it. But um, yeah. I think when I went to drama school, in my like previous life when I actually yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just knew nothing about the industry. I was like going, I wanted to be an actor and I had no idea what that was. I didn't know anybody that had done it before. And so I had to go to drama school because if I just tried to act, I, I literally wouldn't have known what to do and where to go. But if I could go back now, actually, I don't know. Like I'd probably just, actually, no, I'd have to go to drama school. I made too many good friends there. Uh, I'd, I'd go, I'd go for the, yeah, like for the good memories. Is there anyone you, you're beating up at drama school? No, 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 no. I actually had a fight at drama school when I was there in real life. Tell us. Tell us. No. I don't know if you told me on the podcast. So now you've put it out there, you're probably going to have to. No, I didn't tell you. I think I was just really, I was really stressed out. And, um, and like it was, uh, yeah, it was one of those times where, like, I think, teacher. you know how, no, are you crazy? Can you imagine I'd be out with my teacher? That would be a better story. No, it was another yeah. student who was on a different, who was on a different course. And there was a rule at, my school at Guildhall that if you had a if you had a fight you got kicked out apparently it was just like a thing and like there, there was like no tolerance for it which there shouldn't be um but then like it was I was in my third year and I remember I had my first agent meeting this day and I was insanely stressed out like we were in mm. third year it was like this is it like this is the launching point of your career and it's either gonna happen or it's not and I was really stressed out and I had my first meeting and I didn't know what to do and blah 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 and I ran into this guy and we had run into each other before and like kind of you know, like he like bumped into me in the street or something, and like was kind of like, "Yo, what are you saying?" And I was like, "Yo, what are you saying?" Blah, blah blah, and it was just a bit crazy, and um, and then nothing happened, and then we ran into each other again, and he just kept provoking me, like it was crazy, like like I turned around and I was like, "Yo, like, you're that guy that I ran into," and he was like, "Yeah, you're that guy that I ran into," blah blah, blah. and um, <laughs> and then like we got into like a bit of a standoff, and I was like, "Listen, bro, like." I'm 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 walking away. I'm gonna do my thing. Like I'm just letting you know. Like just be careful how you talk to people in it because that's kind of crazy. Whatever. And I was about to walk away, and he was just standing there. And I was like, bro, why are you standing there, bro? Like you know, do your thing. And he was like, no, bro, I want to watch you walk away for the second time. And I was like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? It's cool. I want to walk away. And then as I was walking away, as I was walking away, he was like, yeah, fucking pussy oh. And I just snapped. Like I I've never been that angry. Like in my like I can't remember the last yeah. time I was that angry. And I just like snapped and we had this big, big old, big old fight. 
And I remember after the fight, I was crying so much, bro. Uh, like I, I was, I, I, cause I thought I had like thrown everything away. I was like, I'm going to get kicked yeah. out. I was like, I can't go to this agent meeting now and I'm not going to get an agent and everything's over. And, and I was actually supposed to have a really important disciplinary meeting with like the heads of all the departments at my school. And I remember I wrote all of this down into like this really long spoken word poem. And I performed this poem at, at something and. And I think somebody must have heard it. And like, just like from my point of view, like what I was going through and just, you know, I'm like, I'm a boy. And like, at that point, like you didn't really know how to say you were stressed out or you didn't really like, there was no, I didn't have a vocabulary to be like, oh, like I'm a bit overwhelmed and a bit anxious and ultimately scared about what my career is going to be. And so like all of that pent up frustration just got let out in this one moment where I lost it. And and then after I performed that piece, I just never heard about it again. Like there was no talk of this disciplinary meeting. Somebody obviously went and fought a battle for me behind my back. But yeah, it just the entire thing went away. And me and that guy, um, we we spoke and we we squashed it and it was cool. And like we were from, you know, similar neighborhoods, similar backgrounds. And what happened with the guy? So you, you what, like this was just in the street outside the drama? Um, no, no, no. The first time we met each other was in the street. The second time right. was in the building. We went, happened to go to the same oh, so school what? as well. So when you, you, you just sort of were on the floor. I just turned around and I was I like, I recognized him and he recognized me. Like we didn't know each other, yeah. but we were in the same school. And, and we were kind of like, yo, you're that guy that was, that was chatting shit outside Tesco. And I was yeah. like, you're that guy that was chatting shit outside Tesco. And, um, but but and when, yeah, you were, when you were fighting, like what, you sort of like rolled around on the floor and then like what, like, what stopped it? Did people stop you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Teach, like oh, people, okay. like friends, teachers, everything. Everybody just like got involved and it got a bit messy and stuff. Um, it was just, God. oh man, like it's one of those moments. Like I, I regret yeah. it, but there was also a part of me that was like, it was a very important moment. Mm. And I learned a lot from that. Uh, it was a mistake, but um, a necessary mistake. And and when you, you, you sort of made up with the guy? Yeah, I went and found him and we spoke. And, um, and I, I was like, listen, bro, like it was stupid. It shouldn't have happened. Um, I was super, super, super stressed out, which isn't an, ex- an excuse, but mm. is what it is. And he was like, oh, he was saying the same stuff. And I was like, bro, where are you from? He was like a white guy. And, um, and I was like, where are you from? And he was like, I'm from South London. I'm like, I'm from South London. Yeah. And, and then we started, like, we just started talking. Uh, we didn't become friends or anything, but right. we just like spoke it out. And, you know, if I saw him now, I'd like, I'd be like, yo, what are you saying, bro? And it'd be cool, I hope, you know? Yeah. So like, that's what I'd go back to primary school to like, could do with, with all my bullies. We'd have the fight, but then- Have the fight, do a quick also, spoken word, and then yeah. uh, move on. <laughs> Poetry is the answer, though. Um, what yeah. I I'll, I'll move around. I'll knock this. I'll knock this guy out. I'll read him a poem. And I'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? <laughs> Man, you gave me a black eye, but you, I can't even do a Shakespeare quote. <laughs> oh man, how do we even get out of that? It's so funny. To him, you are back to life. The living are very happy to see you. But they want to talk about your life again, this time through film, which makes a change. First question is, what's the last <laughs> film you saw, Tahib? The last film I saw is uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which yes, is yes, a yes, masterpiece, yes. bro. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, 100%. Oh, man. It's incredible. It was incredible. It's just so good. I love that film in, on every level, and I think it is profound and silly and wild and fun and deep and... Incredibly moving. And what I found interesting is, for me, it was like, oh, I think it was a whole film about love. Uh, Nish, he said it spoke to him sort of as a child of immigrant parents. And and he felt more the story that affected him more was the mother-daughter story rather than the husband-wife story. 
And I wondered for you, is it something different altogether? Or No, it was the same thing. I think, you know, at the beginning, you see her like just trying to figure all of this stuff out, like run this mm. laundry, like figure out her taxes, like need a translator a bit. And I'm like, I just, like I saw my parents in that. I saw my dad in that. I saw my mum in that. But then also the, like that relationship of the, the mother and daughter, I found like just really, really, really moving, mm. man. But I think there was also something about, you know, having hope and being yeah. optimistic. Like, you know how sometimes you can feel like a bit of an idiot or you can feel a bit naive and young if, you, if you're if you optimistic and if you're not, yeah. you know, a bit jaded. And uh, yeah, like, I, I think that was the thing that really hit me the most about that film was, it was kind of like, it's cool to like, just stay open and to like attack things with love. Like the world is really yeah. bleak and really dark, but you don't have to be like that. And I really right. struggle with that sometimes, man. Because like, I feel like you'll just get taken advantage, like people will take advantage of you if you're if you're nice. And if you're like good and if you're well-meaning, like in business or in whatever, like sometimes, yeah. you know, like, you know, that saying like good guys, good guys don't win or, or like good guys finish last yes. or something like that. Like, yeah. I don't think that's true. I, I, I've, I used to be incredibly dark and cynical for many, many, many years. And it's only more recently I've, I've actually realized I'm much more optimistic and romantic because I do realize it's what you put out. Like your yeah. world is what you put out. So yeah, if and you, it's what you attract, isn't it? Yeah, so if you are open and full of love, you you will see the world like that a lot more than if you go everything's fucked because because everything is fucked, but not all people are. Yeah, completely. You know and, I mean? and you know that's like that's the Ted Lasso story, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah. but it's hard to do. And um, it is, yeah, it is. You know, like it's it's not it's not easy to do. Even like Ted, Ted or Sam, like you know these or Danny Rojas, like that. You couldn't be like that all the time. It's not natural. And so like you are going to have ups and downs, but it's a thing of like constantly reminding yourself that if I lead with love and openness, then that's what I'll get back a lot of the time. Not all of the time, but most of the time, um, I hope. And um, and I, f- I found that just incredibly moving, man. Like like I went with um, my friend Max and um, I was like, I can't remember the last film that made me cry and laugh at the same time. It was so silly. But it was so yeah, moving. it was so silly. I as love well, the raccoon, yeah. the raccoon. Yeah, ra- oh my god, bro! <laughs> you better go and find raccoonie, bro. And the bum deal does. It's like how can a film <laughs> that's about profound meaning of life also have people jumping on bum deal does? It's like it's quite. Oh old. my god, it's so funny. I think that that the line that really got me was when they're in the alleyway and she's like a famous actress and um, he's you know and he's in a suit or whatever yeah. and he goes and I think in a past life I would have really enjoyed doing laundry and taxes with you. I went, oh, I want, I want to find someone that wants to do laundry and taxes with me. Oh, please stop. Can you, do you want to do laundry and taxes with me, bro? Let's do laundry and yeah. taxes together. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Should we, should we make a marriage pack? Like if we're, if we're not like both married by the time we're like 60 <laughs> or something, should we, yes. get should, we just like, should we just like shack up? <laughs> I absolutely would do that. That is a great idea. We'd have a perfect marriage. You could do whatever, just, you could, you could, you know, I wouldn't mind you, you know, we just, we'd have a nice life. <laughs> Are you trying to lay out the terms and conditions of our marriage? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm basically trying to say to you, you know, you don't have to be. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, stopping myself. Oh, right. Uh, we'll work out these terms in private before we take it to the public space. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Uh, Who do you think should play you in the film of your life? I mean, I don't know. It depends. It depends how old I am in the film of my life. Like, it depends what section of my life is the most interesting part of my life. Do you know what I mean? Well, it could be. Well, that's again, it's up to you. It might be your whole life. It might be a section you've chosen. But like, I also, there's also a part of me that's like me, bro. Like, give me the job. Like, I, I need that work. Can I have that, please? Like who else? Yeah, but you'll, than, you'll than still me? be filming. You'll still be filming season one of The Power. So you can't, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> fine. Okay, I'm tied in. I can't do. Um, I don't. I don't know. Actually, I have a lot of a lot of actor friends that I think could play me. Uh, one of my friends, Jonathan, Jonathan the J Tyro, I think would do a really good job playing playing Tahib. But I also okay. think if if we're talking older Tahib, say we froze yeah. Mahershala Ali in time and then we allowed me to like grow and, and like live life and then we're doing you know that but Mahershala is the guy because I'm just going to spend the whole of my life trying to be Mahershala anyway yeah so yeah yeah be the perfect time so you got, time got to, that's great yeah. casting oh I'd man I, if I if I get to work with Mahershala Ali I, I think I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be done at peak that's it that is my my mountaintop do you think you'd be happier I, I don't think we've took we, we haven't done this yet do you think you'd be happier than when you worked with Sam Richardson for the listener at home Sam Richardson <laughs> In Ted Lasso. A, Sam Richardson is incredible and amazing and wonderful, but I've also never seen Tahib look <laughs> happier. Look happier. He was so in love with Sam Richardson. I, <laughs> was, I am obsessed He couldn't with believe his luck that he had scenes with him. Bro, like I had, I just spent the whole day, like season two was such a blast because I'd have days where I just spent the whole day with Hannah and then I'd have days where I just spent the whole day, the whole day with Sam Richardson. And Sam just made me laugh so much bro like i've never laughed that much on set um he was so great i learned so much from him he is hilarious and he's just the nicest guy he's the nicest guy ever he's so Um, great yeah um i think yeah it'd be tough i can't choose between sam richardson and mahashala yeah mahashala ali's got his work out for him to impress you more than sam richardson did for sure i mean i think if he wouldn't have to do anything bro like i'm there like if anything you can't i just love that man so much (laughs) what is the most romantic film you've ever seen are you a romantic to heap i am i think i think i'm a bit of a I don't, uh, I don't know. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, so maybe I'm not. But um, I like to think I am. Am I wrong? Yes, I think I think I am. Um, but I think I have to be with the right person in order to like, just you know, be a romantic, isn't it? I think the most <laughs> romantic film I've seen is it's an anime film called Your Name. Oh, that's a great film. Have you, I have seen it. It's it is like it, that's it. 
that's the thing. And there's a part of me that's kind of like, I can't watch that again until I'm in a relationship with someone because it's going to make me too sad. Perpetually <laughs> <laughs> alone. But um, but that is the most romantic film I've I've seen. It's just amazing. Like, it makes me really believe in, like, mm. finding your person and being with them forever. Yeah. And, um, and I'm good now that I know my person is you. But, yeah. like, I, yeah. For, for those who haven't found their, their Brett Goldstein, um, it, yeah, it really makes me believe in people having one. And hopefully they find him. <laughs> or her. Or they. Yeah, it's a really good choice. I went to see that. I think that's, yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot of anime films at the cinema. And that was one I went to see on a big, big, big screen. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I watched it at home. Um, I really feel like people are good. People are missing out, you know, like if like people need to get over that subtitles barrier and, there's just so much stuff out there that's really, really, really dope. Your name is incredible, though. Like, it's beautifully shot. Like, it's just so colourful and amazing to watch. And it's like the voice acting is amazing. And, the like, the soundtrack is awesome. It's just everything you need. Like, I dare you yeah. to watch that film and not, and not like, shed a little thug tear. Do you know what I mean? Cry a little. <laughs> uh, my little thug tears are everywhere. Um, <laughs> what is the... What is the best film you ever saw that you never want to see again? I have the best film I ever saw that I never want to see again. It has to be The Godfather. Like, I, I know everybody, everybody brings it up. But, like, I can't, I don't need to see it again. Like, it's, do you know what it is? Love, it's like, I, love it. I didn't, I didn't watch The Godfather until, like, I think I only watched it, like, two years ago for the first time. Right. So it was a while. Like, it was one of my films that's like, I should have seen this film and I just never saw it when I was younger. Um, and then I watched it and there's loads of these films that have like loads of hype and everyone's like, oh, it's the greatest film ever. And I'm like, mm. like, you watch some of them and you're a bit like, okay, cool, whatever. Mm. But The Godfather was one where I watched it and I was like, okay, this is it. Like, you've completed film. Whatever, that is, that is its own thing. And I don't think if I watched it again, I'd have the same reaction to it and so that's something that i'm right. just going to leave in a vault my experience with it that one time was enough it's incredible it's the best film ever like it is nice. it's just the best film. very nice answer very nice answer what is the best action film you've ever seen and and my follow-up question when are you going to be in an action film oh man give me an action film today bro i think i'm ready i think that's that's, that's something that i'm i'm starting to manifest and put out into the universe um, i think you're ready actually oh, look at you for um, like for those, those who you don't know like Oh my goodness. Can we do like a three way body cop? Like me, you, and Phil? Fuck yeah. Good cop. You have to write. Bad cop. Bad cop. Can you be mad cop? Actually, no, let Phil be mad cop. You be bad cop, I'll be good cop, and let Phil be be mad cop. He just does silly things. (laughs) Good cop, bad cop, bad cop. That's actually, I guess that's conventional casting. Or or we could just flip it all around, you know? Yeah. Have you played good cop for once? I'd like you to play bad cop. I play mad cop. Yeah, Phil, Phil, Phil can be like sexy hero cop. Yes, yeah, 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 and I'll play, I'll play bad cop. You play mad cop. That'll be fun. Yeah. Write it. Okay. Write that film. Promise the people you right it. now on you your podcast, you're going to write it. You, you write, write it. it. You, you can. You write it. Well, have I got right everything? You write, write it. it. <laughs> um, I think the best action film I've ever seen is um, The Raid. Have you seen it? Oh shit! Yeah, The Raid. Yeah, yeah. very good. The Raid. Incredible. Because um, like, yeah, I-, I watched it a long time ago, and I-, I honestly can't remember the plot. I just remember like an hour and 30 minutes of people getting the shit beat out of them. And it was incredible. <laughs> like it was, he's just whooping ass bro the entire time. Um, and that's yeah. what I go to action movies for. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. There's a story. All right, cool. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I just want to see you punch people up. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Hang these fight scenes with a vague plot. I don't really care. Just get away yeah. the fight. <laughs> like I, my tolerance is so, like, I don't mind bro. Like I'll, I'll take anything. 
and I just give me a little, just a little bit of foreplay and then let's get to the action. Like I, I want to see people get thrown off of towers. Um, but yeah, the raid, the raid hands up. Also, I think what I really liked about that, I'm not sure if it was the first raid or the raid two, but there's one of them where he starts and, and he's praying and he's a Muslim and, and he's right. And it was like one of the first time I saw somebody pray on TV and, oh, really? you know, I come from a Muslim family. And, and so it yeah. was just like really, that was really cool for me. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like I feel, I, I don't know. Like wow. I just felt a bit like I felt seen a little, you know, and I was really, yeah. nice. so that's also part of why, why I like the raid so much, but then also like he beats lots of people up. So, um, so there's yeah, that too. He does, he does a bit of praying and then an awful lot of beating. Yeah. Like me when I come back from, from like there. you at drama school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, of all the films, <laughs> if you had to, if you had to, Tahib, which film do you think you could have made and why? Okay, so like, this, is, this isn't me saying I feel like I could have come up with this idea, but um, my answer is Swan Song. But I feel like it's because if there was a movie that, if you could write my dream movie and my dream role and like give that to me, I think it'd probably be Swan Song. Like I, I was obsessed with that film when I watched it. I think I've seen it like six, seven times. And, um, and I was lucky enough to speak to Ben Cleary when, um, after it came out, my team set me up with him and I had a Zoom where I just like, just praised him for like an yeah. hour. And at one point he was like, okay, cool, I've got to go. And I was like, no, 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 but I love the film. <laughs> <laughs> but I love um, you. I love you. <laughs> um, he also promised he'd introduce me to Mahershala. And I was like, you don't need to do that because I'd, I'd make a fool out of the both of us. Like you'd, you'd regret that very quickly. But um, I just, yeah, I just, I loved it. Like it was everything that I felt like I wanted to do as like, as an actor. Like it was really sensitive, really delicate. It's just a beautiful, beautiful film. And I remember watching it I watched it with my mum and um, I watched it at like 3am for some reason with my mum. Both of us couldn't sleep. And I just remember like, again, like crying in my mum's arms because it was like, it was just, it was just so gorgeous. And it genuinely made me want to be a better person. It made me want to cherish the time I had with Mm. people. I was like, all right, cool. Like that's what um, I want to make. So that's not me necessarily saying like I would have found like that really clever idea as a way of telling the story. But if there was a story that, summed up like, do that. what type of work I wanted to make. I think it'd be mm. it'd be Swan Song in recent history. Yeah. Well that's yeah. a fucking great, perfect answer. I mean I'd I'd ask you the same question, but like you 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 just make <laughs> everything you want to make. <laughs> like actually yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, no, you can do mate, can do uh, what <laughs> what is the film you have pretended to like to impress people to heap? Oh yeah. Okay. I have, I have two, I have two, one in more recent history and another one that I think is actually going to get me canceled from the internet. But, um, first one, I like when I saw power of the dog, like I, that was the first time I actually like lied to people and like it completely went over my head. Like it was really, it's obviously really good. It's obviously really good (laughs) and it's great. But like I saw it and I was just kind of like, and people like, Oh my God, it's amazing. Right. And like, there was one, one director that I worked with who was obsessed with it. And like, I, I was just, I just remember lying my way through it and being like, yeah, I, yeah, I really <laughs> fucked with it. Yeah. So, and I just, it just really wasn't for me. I was a bit like, uh, you know, good. so yeah, power of the funny. dog is, power of the dog is, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with power of the dog. That's, um, okay. That's my, I mean, maybe I just need to see it again. I feel like it just kind of went over my head, but I was like, do I, do I need this? You need to see it now. You know what the ending is maybe and see no but like when i saw like i was still just kind of like i was because that's the big twist isn't it and yeah. i was like i thought i was gonna when it happened i was gonna be like oh cool great like this is 
but I, I wasn't. I was a bit like, all right. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I should see it again. I want to see it again. Um, I feel bad. What's the film you've never seen that you think it's mad you've never seen it? I've never seen Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is mad. What is the film you love that you don't expect anyone else to like? Grown Ups. <laughs> Have you seen Grown Ups? <laughs> A grown ups is hilarious to me, bro. That's a like, perfect. It's fart concept. jokes. It's fart jokes. It's do you know what I mean? It's whatever. Like grown ups is it's grown ups. But like, I'm like you people, should like it. Yeah, it's a lot of people that you really like going on holiday together and getting paid for it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I also just kind of feel like I mean, yeah, like a couple, like me, you, and you know, Jason and Phil could like just go and film ourselves on holiday, like yeah. making jokes, trying to make each other laugh, and. We'd have grown-ups, <laughs> you know? But that's why I like it so much. This is two Do good you know pictures I mean? you've got here right now. Good cop, bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> what, are we calling, what are we calling our grown-ups? Reboot, rip-off. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I, well, I mean, you came up with good cop, bad cop, bad cop. I don't know. Just lads, lads, lads. Lads, on lads, lads, lads. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Lads abroad. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Lads, 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 yeah. Neither of those shows are getting picked up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with grown-ups, really. Yeah. And they did all grown-ups too when they wanted to go on holiday again. I sort of respect it. Sort of? What's that film, Couples Retreat? No, I've seen it. I think it's got like John Favreau and other people in it. And it's basically, you know, a load of famous people hang out in Hawaii. Great. And you go, yeah, I get why you made this. I but like... Why not? We need that. It's, it's not every day I want to like, you know, like have my heart ripped out. But I, sometimes I just want to watch people make fart jokes. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> What is the film you would show a lover as a test to see if you should be together? <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with About Time. Have you seen About Time? Ooh, About Time kill, killed killed yeah. me. Domino Gleason, Rachel McAdams killed me dead. And I watched it on a plane. Oh, don't watch that on a plane. You cry your eyes out. What is it about yeah, crying on planes? Like, apparently that's a thing that people cry more on planes. It is a thing. Is it the altitude? Like, what is? I don't know. Uh, I don't actually know what it is. I think it may be that you're hovering above the earth. So you're like already in a <laughs> transcendental place. You might be dead at any second. Maybe yeah, that's it. I don't know. for your life the entire time. Yeah, but like about time is, is, is the one. Why about time? I don't know. I think, again, it's one of those films that when you finish it, you, you just feel like you want to be a better person and you want to go into the world leading with love and you want to cherish every day and every moment. Also, like, he turfs Margot Robbie at the door and runs home to propose to his wife. And I'm like, do you know what I mean? That's kind of incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Remarkable, remarkable, remarkable stuff. But yeah, no, I think it's just, it's a really sweet film. And if you can get with that, then I feel like we could vibe together, you know? Hmm. And if you showed it to a lover yeah. and they didn't like it, would you immediately break up with them? It'd be a big red flag. Because I'd be like, why don't yeah. you like it? Like, I'd have to have the conversation yeah. and be like, what is it about this that you don't get or you don't like? Because it's yeah. it's perfect. And it's also like my happy place film. And I'm like, if, if you really didn't like it, then that's you attacking my happy place. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, letting, I'm not letting you be with this person. Thank you. What is the film that made you the most uncomfortable? 
Um, I have two. Okay, I have two answers for this. The first one is Snakes on the Plane. But that's because I was really young when I watched it. And like, I, I just, I was really, really, really terrified of like running into snakes in my house. There was a bit where um, really? like, he's like, one guy's in the toilet and he's like trying to have a piss and then a snake comes and bites him on the dick. And I was really scared that was going to happen to me yeah. like for a lot of my childhood. And so um, I'd say that, but that's for like, how old is I when I watched that? Maybe like eight, nine-year-old T or something. I don't know why I was watching Snakes on the Plane at nine years old, but whatever. Second one is... um. <laughs> is Midsummer. Have you seen Midsummer? Yeah. It was a bit of a, a weird one. Like it was just really strange. And like, I felt like I was with it and I got it at the beginning. And then it got to a point where like, it just started making left turns. And I was like, yo, I don't know where we are anymore. <laughs> it was really strange. Um, I thought Florence Pugh was- Where did it lose you? It lost me after they, I mean, what is it? They, they start taking drugs. Like they take like a mushroom or a flower or something like that. And then mm. people start tripping. And I think from then on, I was like, I don't understand what the rules of this- like cult are and then it just started getting really trippy and weird and there was a bit where like they're having sex and there's some lady just going ooh ooh yeah, <laughs> I, was, I just found that yeah. so funny and I was like I, don't, I have no idea what's going on here anymore I went and saw that with one of my friends and we were both a bit we were just lost and I also felt really uncomfortable because I imagined myself having to film that scene of just having somebody go I thought about that ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm having sex I was like, I can't, I just, yeah. But they were great. Yeah, I definitely remember thinking, God, that's not an easy thing. It's a tough do. scene. It's a tough Jack scene. Jack Rayner. But I, I think, I don't know if I, I like, I just laugh. <laughs> I find it really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was that. I actually, um, Florence Pugh came on set once, Ted Lasso. Um, if this, yes. And that's how the story. Um, I was, so like she came, um, I think with Zach, when Zach Braff was directing his episode and, um, we were in the locker room and someone was like, oh my God, Florence Pugh's here. And I'm a big fan of hers. And so I was like, oh yeah, yeah. that's really dope. And, um, and then I just started like talking about uh, Florence Pugh and, and I was like, oh, I thought she was really great in Midsummer, but I found that film weird as fuck. And, and I was just like talking about it for, for ages. And then I went outside and I realized she had cans on the whole time and I was mic'd. And you were mic'd So up. she like, oh. and I was just like, you know, you just want to like, you want the world to swallow you whole. Um, yeah. So she, she probably hates me. I mean, to be fair, I did say I thought she was really great in it, which is true. But I found the film trippy she's as well. Amazing. She's really, she's like one of my favorite actresses. Oh, she's incredible. Yeah. You know what? Um, what's brilliant about Midsummer that I didn't know until I read a thing. I think it was the director talking about it. Is that you're told that it's like a nine day festival this Midsummer? It's a nine day festival, yeah. and what we see in the film is only the first three days. So if no, that's, that's what's crazy. happening on day three. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy you, it leaves you going what the fuck is day nine check me out bro I'm, yeah I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that that's crazy I'm like I'm finally the first flight home bro like leave out <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right because they take acid early and she goes I I'm not in a good headspace but then she takes the acid and then you're like so now are we are we on acid for the rest of the film how long are they on acid yeah but yeah but like also it's like she like her entire family have died like, why, why are you taking her to the middle of, like, why is she going on this first, like, do you know what I mean? Ish. Well, they're in a, they're in a pretty, yeah, I mean, he wanted to break up with her just before that. <laughs> the whole thing's just a very uncomfortable relationship. It's just like, it was and, so, she goes mm. through a lot. And by the end of it, she's like yeah. the queen of this, this little, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess if she's yeah, happy. Yeah, and he's on fire in a bear suit. But the the <laughs> bit when it, it's on fire and the two naked men who are just comfortably sitting there and then they just start screaming as the fire and you're like, yeah, yeah, because fire is horrible. It's really dark. <laughs> God, it's a dark film. <laughs> yeah, Midsummer's my pick. That was a trippy film, man. Yeah. Maybe I should watch that again. Have you seen Men by Alex Garland? No, Alex Garland no. Um, 
Papa Sadie's in it and uh, and Rory. Oh Kinnear. yeah, he's so good in it. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to. Yeah, he's, he's a friend. So good. And Jesse Jesse Buckley. I haven't seen it yet. It's brilliant. It's it's wild. I mean, you think Midsummer is wild? Oh, is it? Man, is wild. Is it wilder than Midsummer? Yeah, it can't in be in a wilder. different way. Okay, cool. But I feel it, like it makes it's smaller, but it's got fucking trippy. To me, it, it makes sense in the like in the trailer, even when Rory Kinnear is like being everyone. Yeah. I'm like that still kind of makes sense. So yeah, I I need to go and see that. Actually, I didn't know it was out. Oh, yeah, wow. see how you get on. I really liked it. Yeah. But it is mad. If you could show a child one film, what would it be? And frankly, why are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> why am I forcing a child to watch one of my favourite films? Um, <laughs> um, my, my, my pick is Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is the best. Uh, it's the best film ever. It's like, yeah, it's one of the best cartoons ever. Best, one of the yeah. best animated films um, I've watched. It's incredible. I feel like... You can, whatever you are going through in life, you can watch Kung Fu Panda and take something away from it. It will help whatever situation you are currently in, especially if you're a child. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. the Kung Fu Panda is the one. Cause also I think, um, in the first one, especially Tai Lung is like one of the best villain character arcs that I've seen in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he just, he thinks he's the chosen one and he's like been raised his entire life to believe he's the chosen one. And then he isn't. Yeah. And it's like, why wouldn't you try and fuck up the entire village? Like when you've been sold a dream your yeah. whole life. Um, and you're just really good at what you do and you're better than everybody you know. And the old turtle guy's like, nah, it's not you. And it's like, I've worked my entire life for this though. And he goes, nah, it's not you. And then, yeah, yeah, burn the village That's to the ground, I guess. Um, so yeah, I really um, I really like Comfy Panda. Because also like, yeah, Jack Black is hilarious. <laughs> He's so funny. I love He's him. so, so, so good in it. And also it's just, yeah, like the entire thing is about you are enough, trust yourself like find your path and and be with it and um yeah i think mm. everybody needs master Uguay in their life oh total dude he's dope what a lovely answer well thank you Tahib, you have been great so good in fact that i have made my decision and i am gonna let you live <laughs> thank you but just in case you ever were to say get killed again by me and who's to say what your future holds, but at the moment you're going to live. But just in case you were to ever die again, you've got to leave one DVD in your will. What DVD will you leave? Ooh, I feel like my DVD has to be Kung Fu Hustle. Steven Chow, Kung Fu Hustle. It's, it, it, that's the film. That is the film. That's your film. That's my film. That's your film. Um, for sentimental reasons, like it's like a film that me and my parents and my brother bonded over when we were kids. We watched it again recently. Like I told you about, you know, like there was a fire on my on my block of flats. And so like at the moment we've had to like move to a different house and and uh, just while our house is being fixed. And it was a really, it's like a really oddly stressful thing to go through because like you don't really have your own house and you're kind of far away now and you don't really know what's going on. And like, you know, we were all kind of stressed out about it, kind of running around. And I remember recently, we were all really stressed out and we put on Kung Fu Hustle and it was just one of those moments where we all just like sat down and chilled and and vibed and it was dope and um so I think Kung Fu Hustle is that film for me and my family like it's a comfort film and um and it's just so silly and fun like who can't like Kung Fu Hustle so that's my film that's the film that I'd leave to the world in my will. Tahib you are a towering (laughs) magnificent man (laughs) Is there anything you would like to tell people to look out for or listen to in the coming months? <laughs> Maybe if you ever finish The Power? If I ever finish this job called The Power for Amazon, then um, then yeah, maybe one day you guys can see it. It is coming. I think 2023, it'll be, it'll be out. Um, I think that's, that's the main one. But um, other than that, Ted Lasso 3 is on its way and it's nearly done. 
And when that's done, that'll be really cool and it'll be really nice. So Ted Lasso and and the power whenever whenever that arrives. And just so we've got it on here, if neither of us are married by sixty. Neither of us are married by sixty, we're shacking up. Great. Terms terms still yet to be yet to be um you know, we have to probably finalise our T's yeah, T's we'll, and C's. We'll, we'll thrash out the terms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll sort that out. But we're also pitching uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop, Mad Cop. Yep. And lads, lads, lads. Grown Ups. Bit, oh, Lads, Lads, Lads. Lads, Lads, Lads. Um, those are our future film projects. We have to film Lads, Lads, Lads in Ibiza. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I will stop the recording now. Thank you for being coming back to life. Woo-hoo. We missed you. Thank you for having me back. I'm alive. I'm alive. Goodbye. <laughs> So that was episode 211. Head over to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein for the extra 20 minutes of chat, secrets and video with Tahib. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, but don't talk about the podcast, talk about the film that means the most to you and why. My neighbour Maureen loves reading it, she always cries and we really appreciate it. Thank you all very much for listening, I hope you're all well. Thank you to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to Acast for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics and Lisa Lydon for the photography. Come and join me next week for a very special guest. That is it for now, but in the meantime, have a lovely week, and please, now more than ever, be excellent to each other. makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.